Who cares? This is my show. Reporting live from Virginia Beach on a Sunday. UK lost last night. And the thing about it is Carolina won. Beat Clemson by one point or two points. And the thing about it is this. Is that means North Carolina is more than likely going to move up to the top four. UK is going to drop. Duke's going to drop from losing to Virginia Tech. And... The ACC tournament is right around the corner. Duke not in the top four. North Carolina is. Virginia is. UK's not. UK's not in the ACC. But anyway, what's this mean? Number one, Gonzaga. What are they looking like? They looking good, yeah. The thing about it is North Carolina is so good that I would be afraid to play them in the ACC or March Madness. Same thing with Virginia, same thing with UK, same thing with Duke. But they're not number one, are they? Patriots. I would be afraid to play them. But did they finish the season with a number one record? No. Dodgers, Yankees, Red Sox, all those teams I would be, be, be afraid to play. But did they all finish? No. They didn't finish with the number one record. Especially the Yankees. In the NBA... Who didn't finish with the number one record? OKC. Pacers. Boston. Philadelphia. Would I be afraid to play all those teams? Yes. The Celtics? Yes. But. I feel like. UK and North Carolina are a little bit different. I feel like North Carolina could be number one. I feel like Duke could be number one. I feel like UK could be number one. Virginia Tech is a little low on the rankings. They were the twenty tomorrow night. The party move up to fifteen. I would. That's my guess. But anyway, would I be afraid to play them in March Madness? Yes. Did they finish with the top record? No. And are they no? But in March Madness, yeah, I would be a little nervous going up against them. A lot of people say that, hey, if they're good enough to beat that team, they're good enough to beat us. And I find that statement 
extremely false. It all has to do with the matchups. If the matchup isn't there, then your team has a chance to win. Maybe it was there for the other team. But it has to do with matchups. Maybe you're a better matchup than that other team was. That's how I feel about the number one team. Just because you finish with the number one record doesn't mean that you're going to win at all. Gonzaga, two years ago, they played North Carolina in the a in the March Madness Championship in CAA. But did they win it? No. North Carolina won it. Won it. But who had the number one seed going into it? Gonzaga. That's my point. It's just because you have a number one seed does not mean you're going to win it. Who thought Philadelphia was going to win it? The NFL uh, Super Bowl a couple years ago. Against the Patriots. The Steelers. Jacksonville. Two years ago. Who won Jacksonville? Who had the better record? Pittsburgh. The Rams. New Orleans. Last year. Or this year. Who won that game? The Rams did. If you look at records and status, that doesn't mean a ton. Who's favored? That doesn't mean a ton. Most of the time, yes, the favored team wins. But every once in a while, you get an upset. Look at Virginia last year in March Madness. Who would have thought that they would have gone out the first seed, the first round? They had the number one seed. But what happened? Virginia lost the first game of March Madness. They went out the first round. How much you bet a lot of people had their brackets messed up after the Virginia game? I would. I did. I picked Virginia to win it all. What happened? They got out the first round. Oh, and they were number one seed. One of the best, if not the best, basketball team in the country. Alright, let's shift to this. Um, Lakers lose to the Suns last night. And that just kind of killed the Lakers. You see, the Suns are the worst team in the whole NBA. Or one of the worst. And the Lakers lost to them. Now, the Lakers aren't the worst team in the NBA. They're not the worst team in the West. They still have a possibility of making the playoffs. But the door is closing quickly. They need to win. They need to start a winning streak here. Seven games would be nice. They're going to need some help. From the Clippers, the Clippers are going to have to lose, and the Lakers are going to have to start winning big time. The playoffs happen in April and May, and this is the beginning of March. 
Doors closing here, Laker fans. You gotta start winning. Alright, let's shift to the NHL. Um, Penguins lose again to Buffalo. And this will be the last topic we talk about before we take a little break here. But this is what is interesting to me about the Penguins. And this is part of the reason why I talk about the matchups and stuff. Is Buffalo does not have the best record. In fact, they're extremely a little bit on the low side, if you will, of the uh, NHL standings, especially in the East. But the thing about Buffalo is this. Buffalo beat the Penguins last night. Penguins can beat the Blue Jackets, but they can't beat Buffalo. That's my that's my point. When the matchups come in, it's just because the team that you're playing is can beat the Blue Jackets. It doesn't mean they can beat you. And that's the Penguins. That's Buffalo. Alright, we're going to take a quick commercial break. Coming up, we're going to talk about how the Steelers are going to be without Le'Veon Bell and Brown. Will Brown be a Steeler next year? Will Bell even be a Steeler next year? Do I think Bell has the potential to be a Steeler next year? Coming up on my show. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Who cares? This is my show, reporting live in Virginia Beach on a Sunday. Anchor, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Overcast, Beaker, Radio Public, and Stitcher. Welcome. I talked, talking about Bell with possibility of him becoming a stiller. Do I think it'll happen? No. No. There's been rumors that the Saints are interested in Brown. There's been some rumors that it's possible that Bell could go to the Jets. And once again, there's been some rumors of Bell possibly going to the Jets. I think It's possible that Bell could go to the Jets. And I think Brown, it's possible he could go to San Francisco 49ers, which I've been saying for a long time now. I've been saying that the two most good chances of him going somewhere would be the Cleveland Browns and the San Francisco 49ers. But... A couple weeks ago, Pittsburgh rolled out all of the AFC North and the New England Patriots for Antonio Brown. So that, therefore, would knock out Antonio Brown going to the Cleveland Browns. Which is why I'm now thinking, okay, there's rumors of him going to the Saints. I think it's possible that he's actually going to go to the San Francisco 49ers. I've been saying that for a long time now. I think he wants to be a 49er, but I don't know if he will be a 49er. You know, Brown and Bell, 
and just adding to the Pittsburgh drama. The Steelers are one of the most drama teams in this league. Bell, Brown, Ben. The three killer bees have caused drama after drama after drama after drama for this Pittsburgh Steeler team. I'm not saying it's not possible that Brown will be a Steeler, that Bell will be a Steeler, and everything will be rainbows and butterflies. I'm not saying that's going to happen at all. In fact, Rooney made it extremely clear that Brown won't be a Steeler next year. But he didn't say that with Bell. Which is why I think it's possible that it is not out of the question that Bell and the Steelers will meet once again. However, I don't think it's likely that anything will happen in that conversation. I don't I don't think Pittsburgh's gonna get Bell to come back. I don't think Pittsburgh's gonna get Brown to come back. And I think the Steelers organization will start to fall, start to decrease his goodness, and I think the Steelers won't make the playoffs next year. I think that it is possible, though, that the Steelers won't, I don't think they'll go 0-16, but I do think it's possible that they'll be under 500. I think they'll, I think they'll be under 500. I just don't know exactly where they'll stand. I think it's possible they could be, you know, at one point of the season be four and six or four and eight even. But I think that I don't think, I they might go one and one, and then two and one, and then after that I think it's going to be a down here slide for the Steelers. They needed Bell to come back, and they needed Brown to come back. But why am I so thinking that Bell is much more significant than Brown? Why? Here's why. Alright, a couple reasons. Let's break them down. The first reason why I think Bell has more significance on the Pittsburgh Steelers than Brown is because the Steelers had a bye last year with Bell. Brown was still in there. Brown came back, Bell sat out. Pittsburgh didn't even make the playoffs this year. So they went from a bye with Bell to not even making the playoffs without Bell. That's my point. My second reason why I think Bell is much more significant than Brown is because if you look at it once, one time if you look at it, You see, Brown and Juju can get double coverage. Bell can go into the pool bowl as a wide receiver. So teams always had to put one person on him, and Brown did not have to get double coverage or Juju. But Bell left. Teams could double coverage Brown, double coverage Juju. Brown, ben has nowhere to throw at that point.
The thing about it is, is we saw that against the Cincinnati Bengals week 17 of the NFL regular season. They didn't have an easy time beating the Cincinnati Bengals. Why? Teams could double coverage Juju because Brown didn't play. Teams had a much easier time at double coveraging Juju and were able to attack Ben more. When I say teams, I mean Cincinnati Bengals. That is why I think Bell has a little bit more significance on the Pittsburgh Steelers than Brown. I think the Steelers will miss Bell more than Brown. And I think once Ben goes, the organization is not going to be the same as what it was last year and the year before. Because Bell and Brown left and Ben retired. Quarterback's the most important position in the team. Alright, let's shift to this. Um, I was talking a little bit about the Penguins, what I think of them. Do I think they'll make the playoffs? Do I think they're going to fall apart like the Steelers? No. I think the Penguins will crunch the wild card. I've been saying that for once now. But I don't think it's going to be easy. I don't think they'll fall apart even if they miss the playoffs. And here's why. Is they're all good. Don't get me wrong. The wonderful teams, the Penguins, the Blue Jackets, the Hurricanes, the Capitals, the Tampa Bay Lightning, they're all good. The Penguins have an advantage over it, and I don't think they're taking advantage of it. The advantage is Sidney Crosby and Malkin. Latane. They have, those three players are more than likely in the top ten in the whole world with NHL players. They got three of the top ten the Pittsburgh Penguins to do. Why aren't they implying them? Why aren't they using that advantage over other teams? I can't answer that question. But I can say this. Penguins are loaded. Penguins are completely loaded. They're a great team. They got tons of weapons. They even got Murray. Murray is playing good this year. Crosby is playing good this year. But guess who isn't? The other players. Malkin is playing good this year. Guess who the other players? Latane is playing good this year. But all the other players are just there. And I think that is why Penguins uh, aren't really pushing that effort into making the playoffs. Now, there's no reason for them to be falling. Right? If you compare the Pittsburgh Steelers, if you compare the Steelers to the Penguins, both Pittsburgh teams, what's the difference? Why am I saying the Steelers are going to fall apart, but the Penguins aren't? Here's why. is because Brown's the best wide receiver in the game of the football. Bell's the best wide receiver in the NFL. Ben's in the top ten quarterbacks. And in three or four years, they're all going to be leaving the Steelers. This year, Bell and Brown are. 
and in about two or three years, Ben's going to retire. Well, you're not getting that with the Pittsburgh Penguins. Crosby's young, Malkin's young, Latane's fairly young. Murray, this is his third or fourth year, I believe. So these teams are looking good. The Penguins are young, athletic, great team. That's why. All right, well, coming up on my show, we are going to talk about Major League Baseball, MLB, what I expect of the Pittsburgh Pirates. Do I, who do I think will win the World Series? The Yankees, the Red Sox, the Dodgers, all coming up on my show. Stay tuned. We'll be right back on my show. Stay tuned. Who cares? This is my show. Reporting live from Virginia Beach, Virginia, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Overcast, Radio Public, Beaker, and Sitcher. Welcome. We're going to talk a little bit about MLB. Pirates, Yankees, Red Sox. What do all those teams have in common? The potential. Now, you're saying to myself, you're saying to yourself, the potential to make the playoffs. Now, I'm not saying that the Pirates are going to come out here and be over 500 and be this incredible team that will just blow everybody else out the water. No, the Pirates have seen an increase. You know, everybody was was saying, oh, the Pirates traded McCutcheon last year. Oh, my gosh, the Pirates, they're going to be terrible. No, uh-uh. I, I remember saying to those kind of people, I remember saying, I don't think so. I think, in fact, I don't think that'll kill them. They're rebuilding, and, and that's what's going on here. They keep rebuilding, and... um. I don't. I did not see an issue with them trading away McCutcheon at all. Yankees is another team that seems to be going out in the first round. A few years ago, they played Houston in the uh, in 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 the champ, conference champ there, and um, they lost. But that, that was the closest they got in a while to winning a, a, a World Series. Cubs won it a few years ago. What what do all these teams have in common that are getting relatively close? Why? Why do I think that the Pittsburgh Pirates will be better this year? Why? Well, for one, they're rebuilding. That's the key. The teams that rebuilt are much better. Cleveland Browns getting better. Pittsburgh Pirates getting better. The Yankees had a time of rebuilding, getting better. The Dodgers, been in two World Series in a row, getting better. That's what all those teams have in common. Is they're all getting better. Pittsburgh just didn't come out here, and the Steelers didn't just come out here and win six Super Bowls in a row. No. They had a time of decreasing, that now they're rebuilding. No. The Yankees just didn't come out here and win 27-28 World Series in a row. They had to drop a little bit, and then they rebuilt. 
the Patriots had a time of terribleness. What's going on with them? Though they rebuilt, and now they got the best quarterback in the NBA and in the NFL right now. These teams that rebuilt are ten times better. What's going on with Cleveland? Just, just right around 500 last year. What's happening? What happened with the Cleveland Browns? They're rebuilding. Look at the Lakers. Though they were over 500 or right around 500. They were terrible two years ago. Some might argue that they got LeBron James. That's why they're better. No. They did not get LeBron James. That's not. That's some of the reason. That's 80% of the reason. What's the other 20? They're rebuilding. They got Lonzo Ball. Brandon Ingram. Kuma, they keep rebuilding people, folks. They keep rebuilding. There was a time that the Saints were terrible. Terrible. Look at them. On their way to another Super Bowl. Why? They rebuilt. That's what the Pirates are doing. Now, once again, I'm not saying, folks, the Pirates are going to come out and they're just going to win the World Series. They're going to beat the Dodgers. They're going to beat the Yankees, beat the Boston Red Sox. I'm not saying that. Not at all. But I am seeing an increase in them. They were better last year than what they were in a few years. Pirates fans were panicking. Like I said, when they traded away McCutcheon, it wasn't that bad, Pirates fans, was it? It wasn't that bad. In fact, you were better. To put a bow on today's podcast or today's show, I wanted to do an episode on rebuilding. Alright, well, tomorrow, March 4th, tomorrow, we will be talking... A little bit about college basketball rankings, where I think teams will be unless they rank it. And I will be also talking about exactly what that means if North Carolina moves up to number four, Duke's not in the top four, what that means if Virginia Tech gets to 15, and who I think is going to win the ACC tournament coming up tomorrow on my show. Thanks for listening today. We'll talk to you tomorrow.